Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. We are at the top of page 213. You have probably heard me say that almost 213 times. The first word is chest of drawers. Three words. There's there's two chests of drawers in my eyeline here. Uh, this is from 1649. I don't know why it doesn't say it's a noun. It's clearly a noun. A piece of furniture designed to contain a set of drawers as for holding clothing. You can put other stuff in there. We, we've got uh, a chest of drawers. We don't call that a chest of drawers. What do we call that? The, uh, the uh, you know, the, the drawers, the thing. What, what? There's another word that I my brain cannot think of. But we have a whole other one that I think literally has no clothes in it. It's just all crap. <laughs> we just need to store it away. Uh, okay, next we have chest thumping. Two words with a hyphen. Noun from 1948. Conduct or expression marked by pompous or arrogant self-assertion, as in political chest thumping. Next is chesty, chest with a Y, adjective from 1899. I think I see where this is going. One, proudly or arrogantly self-assertive, similar to chest thumping. And then number two, marked by a large or well-developed chest. Could be male or female. Uh, next, we have Chet, uh, Chetnik or Chetnik, capital C-H-E-T-N-I-C, noun from 1909, one, an irregular Slav soldier in the Balkans, irregular, especially a member of various irregular Serbian military forces that in periods of disorder, as during World War II and following the breakup of Yugoslavia is in 1991, Pursued ultra-nationalist aims. And number two, an ultra-nationalist Serb. Uh, let's see, this is from the Serbian Chetnik, uh, which is from Cheta, which means band or troops. Next we have Chetrum, or just Chetrum. Uh, C-H-E-T-R-U-M, noun from 1973. It just says to see the word, uh, how do you pronounce this? Nultrum in the money table. N-G-U-L-T-R-U-M. N-G would be like an ing sound in my brain. Nultrum. Uh, this is a Tibetan word. So in Tibet, that's probably their money, or at least used to be. Sometimes it changes. Next, we have Cheval de Frise. Cheval de Frise. It is spelled... C-H-E-V-A-L hyphen D-E hyphen F-R-I-Z-E. Noun from 1668. One, a defense consisting typically of a timber or an iron barrel con uh, covered with projecting spikes and often strung with barbed wire. Wow. Uh, we, maybe we need to find a picture of this. Defense consisting timber, iron barrel, spikes and barbed wire number two a projecting uh, uh no a protecting line as of spikes on top of a wall and that is usually used in plural i think i've seen those but i don't think i've seen this first one cheval de frise where is this from who made this up this is french and it literally means horse from friesland why I guess if it's an iron barrel, that's sort of like a, you could sit on it like a horse. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this is this is interesting. 
Next, we have Cheval Glass. Cheval Glass. Uh, two words. Noun from 1828. One, uh, no, there's no numbers. It's just no numbers. A full-length mirror in a frame in which it may be tilted. A full-frame mirror in a frame in which it may be tilted. We see these all the time. I feel like I've never seen one in person. I just see them in movies and TV shows. This is French. Cheval means horse or support. So that is directly related to the last one that we had. The the horse, the support, the thing is the cheval. And then de frise means from Friesland. But we're not talking about that one anymore. We're talking about the glass. Why? So it's uh, it's glass in a support of some client of some kind. So you can tilt it and rotate it. Next we have, uh, you could say chevalier, or you could say, oh, it says that is the uh, the. Uh, let's see, I think that's the main pronunciation. But then for one B and two, you could say uh, chevalier, chevalier, or chevalier. C-H-E-V-A-L-I-E-R, noun from the 14th century, 1A. We have the number two definition for cavalier. 1B, a member of any of various orders of knighthood or of merit as the Legion of Honor. 2A, a member of the lowest rank of French nobility. Chevalier. Uh, And then we have 2B, a cadet of the French nobility. And three, a chivalrous man. Do we have any etymology? Oh, so this is also related to cheval de vries and cheval glass because uh, it is from the uh, Middle, Eng- Middle English, from Anglo-French, from Latin, uh, cabalarius, which means horseman. Uh, and there's more of the word cavalier. So, you know, it's got that cheval at the beginning. Uh, so that is, uh, you know, related to horse somehow. Okay, next we have... Uh, how do you say this? Chevelure. Chevelure. C-H-E-V-E-L-U-R-E. Chevelure. Noun from the 15th century. It is a head of hair. That's that's all it is. Um, it is from Old French. Chevelure from Latin. Capellatura. From Latin. Capellatus. Which means having long hair. From capillus. Which means hair. Uh, but I mean, it says long hair there, but the definition says a head of hair. Uh, so if you just have any hair at all, does that mean that you have a chevalure? Uh, but if you have long hair, then you definitely have chevalure. Where does this get you? Who uses this? Is it just French people? I mean, it's clearly in the English language because it's in this English dictionary. Um, I have my, my chevalure is getting a bit on the shaggy side, so I need to get it cut, but it's, a it's also getting curly again. Okay, next we have uh, Cheviot. Cheviot or Cheviot. C-H-E-V-I-O-T. Cheviot. This is a noun from 1815. One, any of a breed of hardy, hornless, relatively small sheep that are a source of quality mutton and have their origin in the Cheviot Hills. And, uh, you know, the, the pronunciation Cheviot with the C-H uh, sound is British, so I'm guessing the Cheviot Hills are in England somewhere, uh, but I could be wrong. We don't really have sheep over here in America. I mean, we do, but it's not like, they're not like roaming the roads like they are in other places. Uh, 2A, a fabric of Cheviot wool. 
th- uh, 2B, a heavy, rough-napped plane or twill fabric of coarse wool or worsted. 2C, a sturdy, soft finish plane or twill cotton shirting. Uh, no etymology for this. Next we have, this is one of those French words I have a hard time saying. Uh, I guess you could just say chevre. Chevre. C-H-E-V-R-E. There is an accent over the first E. It's sort of, it starts up high on the left and goes down to the right. Noun from 1950. The synonym is just goat cheese. Uh, yeah, you, I think you've probably seen this word on the containers in the grocery store if you're looking at the goat cheese uh, containers. It's it's chevre. This is French, and it literally means goat. From Old French, chevre. From Latin, capra, which means she-goat. From caper, which means he-goat. Now, I guess, do you just, yeah, you probably just get the cheese or the milk. Yeah, not the cheese. They don't make cheese. They make milk. Do you get the cheese from the she-goat, which is the capra, and of course, that is from the male word, which of course, there there are issues with that, but we're we're you know we're stuck with those words uh, from Capere he goat and there's more at the word Capriole. Uh, I have a at work we just did this big event um, you know over the last couple of weeks that uh, when I'm recording this and I didn't I wasn't privy to this conversation but I guess somebody told somebody else that they like goat milk and then he sent her some goat milk, which she was not expecting at all. And I just thought that was funny. Uh, here, here's some random goat milk. Next, we have chevron. Now this, uh, chev- chevron, chevron, something like that. C-H-E-V-R-O-N, noun from the 14th century. A figure, oh, so there's there's no numbers, but we have, so we have a main definition, but then we have an A and a B. A figure, pattern, or object having the shape of a V or an inverted V as A, a heraldic charge consisting of two diagonal stripes meeting at an angle usually with the point up, and then B, a sleeve badge that usually consists of one or more chevron-shaped stripes that indicates the wearer's rank and service, as in the armed forces. And this is from Middle English, chevron, from Anglo-French, which I assume is just the same word because it doesn't tell me. Uh, that means rafter or chevron, from the vulgar Latin caprion or caprio, which means rafter. Well, I don't understand. I mean, I think of a boat rafter, a person in a raft, but I don't think that's what that, that is. Um, and it is akin to the Latin caper, which means goat. Why are goats related to the chevron pattern? I, I shall never understand. And our last word is chew. We have two forms. C-H-E-W. First form verb from before the 12th century, starting with transitive. One, to crush, grind, or gnaw as food, with or as if with the teeth. And the synonym, a lot of people don't know this one, uh, is masticate masticate your food. You got to make sure that you eat it real, you chew it real good. You know, if you chew it, I'm sure I've said this before, you got to make sure it's real slimy and mushy and almost liquidy uh, before you swallow it because then your digestive system can can process it better. If you're, if you're chewing barely at all and you swallow big chunks of food, 
your digestive system is going to be like, what are you doing to me? Now I have to work so much extra harder, to, so much extra harder, so much harder to, to process this food. Why couldn't you have given it to me in its smallest possible pieces? So go chew your food. Two, to injure, destroy, or consume as if by chewing. And that is usually used with the word up, as in chewing up profits. Intransitive says to chew something, specifically to chew tobacco. Please don't do that. Chewable is an adjective. Chewer is a noun. Chewy, C-H-E-W-Y, is an adjective. It's also the name of a Wookiee. Couple of phrases, chew on, that means to think about. Synonym is ponder, as in chewing on the new developments. Ooh, what are the new developments? I want to know. Chew the fat, also chew the rag. They mean the same thing, I guess. That means to make f- to make friendly, familiar conversation. Synonym is chat. And I must have seen this when we got to the word chat, but I, so I have a vague memory of this, but I totally forgot that the word chat is from, I think, chew the fat combined to just chat. Also, why? Why does this phrase chew the fat, chew the rag? Wh- who made these phrases up? They seem very odd to me. Uh, let's look at the etymology from Old English. I assume it's pronounced chiawan, but it is spelled siawan. It is akin to the Old High German kiwan with a K, which means to chew from the Russian uh, chevat. chevat. Uh, and then the second form of chew is a noun from the 13th century. One, the act of chewing. And two, something for chewing. So today we had chest of drawers, chest thumping, chesty, chetnik, chet. Cheat rum, cheat rum, cheval de frise, cheval de frise, cheval glass, chevalier or chevalier, uh, chevalure, uh, cheviette, chevre, chevron, and chew. Well, as much as I want to pick the, uh, the cheval de frise as the word of the episode, I'm going to pick chevron as the word of the episode. Um, We are a Twin Peaks household. My wife really, really loves Twin Peaks, and of course, now I love it, and uh, they they have the chevron pattern in there a lot. It's just, it's a zigzag. You know, you've seen it. You know what it is. Um, But yeah, so anytime we see a chevron pattern, we're like, ooh, Twin Peaks. So that is my word of the episode. How do I sing a song about chevron? Um, Well, the theme song goes something like, doom, 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 so... uh, uh, Chevron, Chevron. I can't think of the song. The theme music is very chill. There's not a lot going on there, but it's very nice. Um, Chevron, Chevron. Oh, great. That was enough of that nonsense. Let's talk about some holidays. Today is May 29th. It's National Biscuit Day. Uh, biscuits in the Eng- in England are uh, cookies. Uh, so wh- which biscuit are we talking about here? It's International Day of UN Peacekeepers. Please keep the peace. It is National Biscuit Day in the UK as well. So maybe that's the, the British biscuit and not the American biscuit. It's Oak Apple Day in the UK. In Nigeria, it's Democracy Day. 
It is in Argentina Army Day in the Baha'i faith. It is the ascension of Baha'u'llah. Uh, the, 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 it is uh, National Elderly Day in Indonesia. It is in Rhode Island and Wisconsin. It is Statehood Day. So maybe they became states on this day. In Sweden, it is a Veterans Day. It is also World Digestive Health Day. Oh, so appropriate that I talked about the word chew and how you need to make it easier on your digestive system. So please, chew your food. It's World Digestive Health Day. All right, what are the fun holidays? Uh, Learn about composting day. I I have learned a little bit. I would love to compost, but I don't really have a great situation. Uh, Before the pandemic, actually, I was putting some stuff in a little container and taking it to work because at work we had compost containers. Uh, But now that I haven't gone to the office in over a year, um, I haven't been doing that, which is kind of disappointing. But I am probably going to start going to the office soon. Maybe even by the time this episode airs, I will be back in the office. Um, uh, So then I can start composting again. It is also, what? (laughs) Put a pillow on your fridge day. Put a pillow on your fridge. It's meant to bring you prosperity and good fortune. The name of this day is quite literal, for on this day, people are to put a pillow on their fridge for the magic to work. In the old tradition, people would put their pillows inside of their, their fridge for this inside of their fridge for this ritual to work, but not everyone finds sleeping on a chilly pillow all that comfortable. A chilly pillow. Uh, you're more than welcome to try that instead of that blah, 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 blah. Okay, so put a pillow on your fridge so you can have some prosperity or something. I think that's what it's saying. I probably won't do that. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.